card pack. Today we are going to look at the top 10 sports cards that went up the most over the last week, but I'm also going to do something that I'm going to try new. I'm calling it the Sunday Sports Card Sermon. And I'm going to go over a bunch of research that I found because I've been getting a lot of questions from people like, where's the market going to go? Vegas Dave said this, and uh, these cards are doing this. Is it sustainable? What's going on? Is it going to crash? You know, so I did some digging and some diving and some researching and some reading and I got some things to share with you as well as my own takes from what I found and then we'll go over the uh, the sports cards uh, first of all though subscribe if you're not subscribed click that bell and of course smash that like button I want to remind you of the sports card society where almost every day I send an uh, exclusive sports card video to my members outlining a sports card opportunity that I found by diving deep in the research that I think is a really good opportunity uh, early January I was recommending the 1990 skybox Michael Jordan, PSA 9, we we're getting that for as low as 25 bucks Today, that one's going for, wrong page. That one is going for, you know, upwards of like 90 bucks. I think it's went all the way up for, um, you know, upwards of like 90 bucks right now. So that's a pretty good return in a month. Uh, we we're getting this Chipper Jones early January for like 60 bucks Right now, that's going for right there. 225 best offer, 95 best offer, 225 best offer. So pretty good return in a month. Um, this LeBron I recommended early January, 2008 tops, PSA 9. We're getting it for around 110, 120 bucks. Today it's going for around 391, so that's pretty solid. And uh, this Kobe at the beginning of January is recommending the PSA 9 Z Force rookie. We're getting it for around 160, 170. Today, 799 best offer, 739 best offer, 499. So a lot of good stuff going on. Links in the description, sportscardsociety.com. Um, I'm going to be raising the price on that soon. By the end of the month, I'll be raising the price. It's only $9.99 a month or $99 a year. You also get access to P. I also hook you up with uh, discount PSA grading. You get 20-day PSA grading for $25. Uh, where's my thing here? And you also get, as you see on the PSA website, they have 25 day for 50, and I hook you up with five day for 70 bucks. As you see on the PSA website, they have 15 for 75, so pretty good stuff there. And of course, we have a private Discord group with some great sports card investors in there. A lot of great conversations, a lot of help, a lot of guidance, a lot of sharing, stuff like that. It's really, really great. That alone's worth the price of admission. Anyways, uh, links in the description: sportscardsociety.com. All right, let's dive into what I found here. That was the. Uh, so first of all, I'm on CNBC here and talking about how this is into back in December, how sports cards became a multi-million dollar alternative investment. And they talk about some things here, talk about the last dance, talk about how this stuff has been going up. They talked to Ken Golden. I have a good number of these packs sealed, actually, <clears throat> just random. So I, I went to that and then I started thinking, OK, let's go to Google Trends. And I typed in sports cards. So this is the Google, if you're not familiar with Google Trends, what it does is it tracks the search volume and interest volume across the internet, especially on Google, which is most of the internet, honestly, uh, and in their interest. So you see back here a year ago, February 16th, they rated it at about 50. It went down a bit, then there was a surge, then it went down and up, and it's just been going up ever since. This is the biggest difference that I see October 25th to Halloween. It was up to 83. And the way that Google rates it is from 0 to 100, 100 being the most, obviously. Went down to 55 for a second. This is mid-season. Uh, well, actually, this is after the, uh, well, uh, solidly after the basketball playoffs had ended and the finals were over. And it started ticking back up. 
got up to its highest point ever back in January, and it's still hovering around there. So as you can see, over the past year, this has just been going up. That's interesting. What I also did, I'll get to that, back to that in a second. I found this. Uh, $9 trillion story. So we also have to look at the economy and what's going on because that's a big part what I realized of what's going on with the sports card, I guess, asset class now. I think it's fair to say. 22% of all circulating dollars were printed in the year 2020. What does that mean? That means inflation. That means inflation. That means each dollar bill is worth a hell of a lot less than it was last year. And interest rates are very, very, very low. So, you know, big companies, big organizations that their business is lending money, they make money on the interest. And interest rates are so damn low that they, them and other, and even people like you and me can't really invest in anything traditionally because the interest rates are so low like you can't in invest in a bond because the interest rates just don't make sense at all they're, they're literally barely anything they don't make sense for the inflation that's going on not even close e even if the inflation wasn't going on they they would wouldn't make any sense um, overall it also stated that uh, one dollar in 1913 is uh, would have been worth 26 well 26 dollars 25 cents now would have been the equivalent of one dollar back in 1913 so that's how much inflation has happened there but again it's important to see 22 percent of the circulating dollars were printed in 2020. it's very important to remember to consider so i also thought you know let's look at bitcoin because that's been going up like crazy now coindesk here i feel is a bit biased because they're like buy bitcoin buy bitcoin buy bitcoin is good for our business buy bitcoin but basically, they talk about how Bitcoin is finite, like gold is basically finite, um, but Bitcoin really is finite. And so people are here's here's where I sum all this up to people, companies, everybody are looking for places to put their money for a return because the traditional things of like bonds and well bonds in particular because that's a really really big one in the financial institution are they're literally not even an option so the entire market is forced to take riskier bets than usual sports cards crypto stuff like that are much more risky because they are much more volatile the stock market has looked pretty solid you know it's been ticking up for sure but again the value everything is based on the value of the dollar from you know from, from everything i've been saying here it's all based on the value of the dollar and the value of the dollar is going down so you need to be able to turn your dollar into more dollars so these riskier asset class give classes give you the best chance overall of actually making a worthwhile beating inflation um, return on your money Now let's go to this one, also Coindesk, but this is just the chart of Bitcoin. I, I pulled it back one year. So it was at about 10000 a year ago, Valentine's Day. And then lockdown happened, coronavirus really hit, and the stock market and everything plummeted. And then this started going back up. This is Bitcoin. Now this is very relevant to sports cards. I'll show you why in a second. I got more charts to show you. 
I hope you pay attention to this. Be, be, feel free to watch this video multiple times. And uh, smash the like button, man. I don't know why the hell I just talked Jamaican. Tried to be funny. Not funny. Just smash that like button. So as you can see on the chart here, you know, that it gets back up to about where it was before it crashed. Well, crash is a strong word, before it dipped. And then it's down here. It's just chilling. And then October, November, it really starts ticking up. Because we've been in the coronavirus thing for, what, six, seven months now. I think the Fed and their interest rates, I think they're basically locked in at zero until 2023. So that's another takeaway that I got, kind of sidetracking here, is that really be looking for things, be making considerations by the end of 2022, really look around. 2022. So that's a ways away, but still. I, I definitely took that note from my investigations here. And so let's go back to this. So then Bitcoin has really been jumping up. Here it hits a, I mean, it's an all-time high, 40,000 on January 8th. It's just a month ago. And then it dips, 34. Goes up a bit and it dips some more, down to about 30. And now it's been on a climb ever since. And what date was that? The 30. January 27th. So two and a half weeks ago, is that fair? And it's just been climbing like a beast ever since. And it's up to about 48,000. Now, big question, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? Now, I want to show you this. Not that, this. I also went on to Google, good old Google. And I thought, you know, give me the bull market cycles. Show me what that looks like. Because this is clearly a bull market. You don't need to be an expert, not that I am. You don't need to be an expert to not see that. Do you know why a bull market's called a bull market? Because a bull attacks up. You know what I mean? Its head runs down at you and then swoops up. Whereas a bear stands up and swoops down on you. That's why they're called bull and bear markets. Smash that like button. So I found these different charts here when I typed in bull market cycle. And there's different ones. You know, obviously there's no, this is exactly how it goes. But some of them I found interesting. Like this one. Let's see if I can pull it up for you to actually see. see. Early in sports cards. Stuff like that. Or maybe some of them just get lucky. But smart money is what they call it. Accumulation. They see, and now they see a trend emerging. Higher highs, higher lows. Meaning that the support and the ceiling are both raising. And then you get up here, and then it dips. And they call this the shakeout. Weak hands sell. The ones are, oh, I, I gotta get out. Nope, oh, I'm in money, I'm out. Mm -mm. Oh, out. And I'm not making fun of that. I'm just saying that's, that's what they call it, and it makes sense to me. Based on the, the thought process in, in behavior. And then momentum building. Okay, all right, we're back up to a little above where this was. Um, broader market participation trend becomes increasingly known. So more people are starting to hear about this. First sentiment extreme optimism reaches moderate extreme. Like, all right, hey, here we go. And then they call this a bear trap. Um, correction fed by overvaluation, concerns, and premature fears that cycle has ended. So people are like, all right, I got to get out. This is as low as I'm going to go. And then it starts going back up again. Buyers warm up. They're like, all right, all right, that was just a correction. That was just a correction. All right, uh, I, a lot of people are diving in now. Like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I, I got to get in. FOMO. Everyone is long except me. I got to get in. Everyone's been in here since back here. 
or here or here and then euphoria this time it's different and that's where this chart ends i thought that was really interesting because i can relate to that so well let's pull up this one because sports cards bitcoin the market that we're in right now well i can't quite get this on you uh, i wish it would pull up but it's giving me problems wanted to show you this one but you can see most of it my screen's just a little cut off over here smart money again thing take off first sell bear trap so they put the bear trap here media attention more publicity which we've seen with sports cards and crypto and stuff like that enthusiasm all right and then people get greedy and then delusion like oh yeah new paradigm it's just the way it is man this is the new currency the dollar's going down again i'm not making fun i'm just saying things that have been said that i've said last time in 2017 when this stuff was going up I'm like all right yeah hold hodl baby hodl and boom denial no no that's just a dip good time to buy all right see we're going back up and then and then it returns to the mean you can't see that over here but then it starts going up again it's just that there's a bigger dip because it's got to follow this big uh now the time frame on this is very circumstantial it could be very very long time for this thing stealth phase awareness phase mania phase oh my god i gotta get in and then blow off phase I don't know why they call it blow-off. So let's close that one. Let's look at another chart. I like charts because they tell us patterns of behavior, which don't lead up to any speculation. There's no speculation about it. There's no thinking or personal judgment because it's just the data. It's the truth. Now, what does this mean for us? I don't know. In the sports card market, I don't know. Apparently, this is a nine-year-old one. Oh, shit, even longer. Up, down, up down up 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 down up down up what thing what happens ultimately is as we know things go up and things go down that is that is what it is let's look at one more chart apparently it's taking me to twitter for this one better pull up just open so this is a different type of that chart bull trap up and then the down now this one seems to lead off interesting now let's go back and look at this bitcoin chart from five years ago well all time really this was the big up i remember i got in back about here i think and so i made some good gains but i held on forever and I ended up selling, I think I sold most of my stuff around here. Sold some back up here. I think I sold some in January. No, I think January, yeah. Yeah, 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 right there, because I was looking at it the other day. And then went down here to bottom out finally. Over the course, it took about a year and a half to do that. This is the Bitcoin market though. And the thing is about crypto is that there's not as much emotional attachment to it. This is my thought, as there is to sports cards. Like there's much, we understand that a lot more. This was just like a chart of nothing tangible that we were like, yeah, it's making me money, I guess. I'm in. But we have zero attachment to it, most of us. Whereas sports cards, it's different because there's sports, which we have attachment to, and then these physical cards that we have attachment to, and these players. So there's a lot more to it. So I feel like the volatility is certainly less than with crypto. So here we are, and it was 
at about that level, 10,000 for a while. So that was really ended up being the new normal, 10,000. It's about half of its all-time high, which was 20. And now it's been taken off and it has quadrupled. Well, almost quintupled actually. If you can imagine, this was a big thing back here in 2013 because it got to a thousand bucks. This was a huge spike, but compared to these on the chart, it just gets drowned out. So that went, and then it went to 20 five years later. So it was a 20x gain from its all time high. And now we're at 50, which is a two and a half X gain from its all time high. So I don't know how, by the way, as a side note, I don't know how I, I looked at this chart today and I thought, shit, Bitcoin may have a lot higher to go. Side note. Because even down here, if you go with like here where it's like, you know, I don't know, 500, 600 bucks. To get to 20, that's 40x. So what's what's 40x on three grand? 120? I think Bitcoin could get to $100,000. It's crazy. Now let's look at Luca. I pulled him back since January 1st, 2020. You could have got a Luca prism for 220 bucks. And then there was a big spike. This is going to be a longer video. Sunday Sunday sports card sermon, people. Maybe this is the thing I do every week. Maybe not. Let me know. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think of this. It's not necessarily going to be exactly like this every week, but I, I do an in-depth search on the homeostasis, the holisticness, the health of the sports card market and what I think is going to happen, stuff like that, and what has happened. So it peaked up to 600 bucks, like, yeah, buddy, and then coronavirus, oh, shit. And then it just ticked back up, ticked back up, ticked back up, boom, boom, boom. We got over 2,000. Wow. And then boom. Down here to 12. You know, they're out, they're, out, they're out of the playoffs. And then it just starts ticking up, ticking up, ticking up. And it gets up to about 2,000. And now it's been going down since. Because Lucas, mostly because the Mavericks haven't looked as good. And in season, honestly, cards kind of tend to go down until you get closer to the playoffs. So that's Luca. Now let's look at Giannis. Look at that chart. Take a mental image of the pattern. Look at Giannis. Look familiar? Luca. Giannis. Luca. Giannis. Same dates. January 1st, 2020 till Valentine's Day 2021. Luca. Giannis. Interesting, huh? I think it's coincidence that this is the exact pattern. Now, these are because I picked these two guys because I feel like they represent the the mod the ultra modern market. Luca for the young guys, Giannis for the middle guys, and then guess who for the best older guys, best best guys, LeBron. Now this chart's different, isn't it? It's different than Giannis, right? LeBron, Luca. LeBron, Giannis, LeBron. Now, you'll notice that there's this humongous spike here in Giannis around August 11th. What was, what was LeBron on August 11th? 14. That was almost an all-time high for his card. Him and Giannis have roughly the same pop counts. Giannis got up to 7. 
Bronny. Braun really got up to 15 right around that same date. So Braun was only going for double Giannis, if you can believe that, because LeBron should certainly be worth more than double Giannis. He should be worth more than double probably anybody. The only one arguable to me is Steph Curry. Um, and this started a year ago at 2300 and worked its way up to 15000 So it went up a total of 552%, it looks like. Giannis went up 730%. Luca went up 850%. So that would show, obviously, like, hey, you know, this is ridiculous. Those guys are going up that much. LeBron should be going up more. That's not necessarily the point I'm making here. Now he's been taking off. Well, what are the other guys doing? Down, down. Because homeboy is more akin to this guy, Michael Jordan. This is Michael Jordan's 86 Fleer in the PSA 10, 316 exist. Started the year 2020 at 38.8. And it didn't really go up crazy. It doubled, you know. LeBron more than doubled. LeBron went to, you know, LeBron, what, 6, 6 x about 6 and now he has gone up. What's the highest sale here? 1,834% in a year and a month and a half. And Michael, now this doesn't show his $738,000 sale. And I'm going to bring up that. I have a big point to make about that in a second. 802%. LeBron has gone up. 1800 some of that in the wake of the Jordan sale because the Jordan sale was I believe before this just a little before this but LeBron was still up over a thousand percent for sure and this puts Michael at you know 800 percent up over that time frame so you know he sold for 738 so we're looking at over 1600 percent return LeBron what's he at about a 1600 about an 1800 percent return so they're roughly about the same LeBron is more compared to Michael. Giannis and Luca are more compared to each other. As a matter of fact, as you go through this chart, you notice there's a ratio that kind of goes on here, right? 582 to 2300, right? So that ratio there is about four and a half, but this changes too. Now let's look at Luca up here at his high. As Giannis, excuse me, 7300 to Luca's high. So that got cut down to about three and a half. And they have, and Giannis has a much lower pop count. So Luca's market cap, which is this number times, you know, say this number, that gives you the market cap. The pop, pop count times the current value of one card. Uh, LeBron, his market cap would be, you know, say 45,000 times 2,071 whatever that adds up to. Michael's currently at 738 times 316. Now, here's a big point I want to make about this. I heard someone say this the other day, and I thought more about it. Now, listen, big, 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 big money has come into the sports card space, right? You know that. We, Unless you've been living under a rock, you should probably know that. I'm talking hedge funds, billions of dollars. So if it's if you can imagine 
So these are the sales that happened on like eBay, right? If you can imagine, there are people that have been gathering up in private sales that we don't know about, been gathering up Michael Jordans. There could be someone sitting around or a fund or whatever, sitting around with 50 of these cards, owning a, you know, what is that? About a sixth of the entire market share. What's interesting when you own a large portion of the pie like that, you can manipulate the market. Now, this is a buzzword that has been getting thrown around. Market manipulation, this manipulation, this, that. And you're thinking about, okay, well, people running up the sales on eBay. You know, maybe making bids on auctions and then not paying them, making it look like that card sold for more than it did unless people look deeper. That's one form of manipulation, but there's more. This one, um, and since this one's at the top, it's interesting. Uh, And I don't mean to be alarmist or even negative about it. I'm just saying how it can happen. If someone owns 50 Michael Jordans and they want the value of their 50 Michael Jordans to go up, how can that happen? Well, the value of each one goes up, right? I mean, that's simply put. So what if that person that has 50 Michael Jordans and they bought them all at, I don't know, 200000 all of a sudden goes to Golden Auction and says, you know what? I'm going to buy two of them for $738,000 each. What happened? Well, now the new value of one Michael Jordan is around $700,000. So this person that has 50 Michael Jordans that they got for 200 and they just went and overpaid big time for a couple Michael Jordans, what happened? Their 50 Michael Jordans that they had before that are now worth like $700,000. So that overpay that they did for those two cards is nothing compared to their overall net gain of their assets. Does that make sense? So if I got 50 Jordans worth 200000 what's that worth? It's like $100 million bucks. Now, if I go and buy two Michael Jordans for seven thirty-eight, what do I spend? About a million and a half. Now, if my 50 Jordans are now worth about $700,000, my $100 million, which was my 50 Jordans times 200000 is now worth what? About $350 million. So I spent a million and a half bucks to go from having $100 million in assets to $350 million in assets. That's a form of manipulation. And that can only go on for so long. So I don't know if this Jordan... I think the next Jordan sale goes down, is not $700,000, unless it's someone doing that again, or someone that's just really dumb and doesn't know. So I think this Brawny, and then what's that going to do? That's going to make Brawny go down. That may not affect the modern guys, really. Because look at Jordan went up, what'd they do? Luca, he's down. Jordan went up. Giannis, he's about flat. LeBron went up with him, for sure. The vintage, the legend guys, those are the ones when this next Jordan, whatever this Jordan does sets the tone for the vintage market, for the legend market. Includes all the way to LeBron James, probably Steph Curry, probably Kevin Durant even. And of course, Allen Iverson, Will Chamberlain, Jerry West, Akeem Olajuwon, Dennis Rodman, all these guys. 
It's a long video, but you know what? I'm trying to really pack it in here on the Sunday Sports Card Sermon. Smash that like button if you're still watching. I appreciate you. So that's what I've come up to today. I've looked at this entire alternative asset, alternative investment class, which is beyond sports cards. It's sports cards, it's crypto, and it's the value of the entire dollar. Not to mention, um, you know, we have things like NBA Top Shot, Crypto Punks, Crypto Kitties, this, this digital technology, which is here in the crypto space. So it's not just Bitcoin, it's crypto, but Bitcoin is digital gold. But what I mean by that is, you know, people to hedge inflation of the U.S. dollar, what do they do? Well, they obviously invest in alternative investment vehicles that are supposed to outpace the inflation, but they buy gold. And people buy gold mostly because, like, that is an iron, well, golden-clad wall. Like, if the dollar goes to absolute shit, they're protected because they have gold. And that's not just, and that'll that'll be worth if the if one dollar and all of a sudden uh, isn't worth shit, and now you need twenty dollars to have one dollar of buying power. Gold is going to be the same. Gold is going to have that same buying power because it's not going to change. Same thing with well, silver probably, but gold definitely. Precious metals, and so people are sitting here like, well, how much can Bitcoin hold up for a hedge against inflation? Because that's why this is going up, because the value of the dollar is going down and big money, regular people too, but big money comes in and says, we are going to buy a shitload of Bitcoin. We are going to buy Michael Jordans. Although it's easier to buy Bitcoin than it is to buy Michael Jordans. So to me, this market is more volatile. I mean, look, it, went up to, it doesn't say it, but it went up to 20 grand. I know because I was definitely in the market and then it went down. In a few, in four months, three months really, to a third, and then this time later, a year later, three thousand. So this market's way more volatile, but that's what's going on. So Vegas Dave, I get people asking Vegas Dave, Vegas Dave, Vegas Dave, say the market's going to crash. There will, at some point, of course, be. The market will, of course, at some point go down. But a crash isn't some... The people use that emotional word like it's permanent. It's not. Yeah, cards will go down. I mean, look at them. Look at this shit going up. How, you think people are just going to buy this forever? No. They're going to eventually say, I'm not buying. You're going to have to come down to me. Because this is just too much too fast. For something like this Jordan going from... 86,000 in September to 738,000 one, two, three, four, four, five months later. So, yeah, there's probably a bit of correction coming here for this card, which will affect the legends and the, and the vintage guys. You know, your, your LeBron, your Kobe, those are the guys that went up the most with Michael Jordan. Um, and then your other guys, Alan Iverson, everybody. But I don't know if there'll be another MJ sale for a while, honestly. Who who has to gain on that one? Who's trying to cash out on that right now? I don't think most people holding it are looking to cash out on the 10 right now. Because this is where the market starts. Dave Vegas Dave. All right. Is it going to crash? Yeah, the market's going to eventually go down. I like 
the 2024. It may even be, that makes sense. Maybe even in 2023 is where we'll see a dip. In, in my guess from all the research that I'm doing here, which what do I know? I could be wrong as hell. But a crash, I don't know about that. Because again, how much emotion do I have with Bitcoin? Anybody. You're, you're real strong crypto maniacs are yes yeah baby they're like fans they're fans but most people in bitcoin aren't fans they're just like yeah cool it's a good asset vehicle but sports cards that's sports that's players that's a physical thing and that just in today's world anyways that makes more tangible sense and emotional connection than bitcoin does this digital value in today's world at going forward, digital will gain more and more real value because the generations that are younger than maybe you and I, um, they've just grown up in it. So digital is much more real to them than it is to me, who, I mean, I'm only 38, but I've used a rotary phone. Yeah, a rotary phone takes, you know, 10 minutes to call somebody because you got to turn that damn thing all the way around. 17 times but i've used that uh, i remember when wireless phones were new and awesome wow i remember when voicemail came out where you'd have a voice message machine and there'd be like a cassette tape in it i'm only 38 i remember answering machines that you'd have a tape in it and you'd come home and find messages i'm only 38 the smartphone's been around since i was like 24 I mean, I wasn't exactly an old guy when that shit happened. Internet really became mainstream when I was like, I don't know, 12, 10, 12. So like, I'm not, I've, but it's just that this world is so much more acclimated and, and developed in the digital world. The generations younger than me, I'd say probably 20s and under, are much more accustomed to this digital world. And these things have more real value to them. And that will just continue to become more the case as new generations come in. So, but, and, but this will go up and down and up and down until a, a certain majority of the market puts real value on this. Sports cards, they've been around forever. Those have real value. Those, those aren't going to see this kind of crash. You know what I'm saying? Will they see a correction at some point? Yeah, of course. But then they'll go back up. So when you buy your, you know, I do like a saying that they have in the crypto world. HODL, H-O-D-L, hold on for dear life. That's what that stands for. I believe anyways. If, if that's not what it stands for, it's what it should stand for. Because they're like, no, I'm, I'm buying it. I'm just holding because I believe in it. I buy sports cards I believe in. I mean, I buy cards that I flip too. But if I go buy like a Jordan rookie, a Kobe rookie, a LeBron rookie, a Curry rookie, a Durant rookie, a Rodman rookie, whatever, an Allen Iverson rookie, like... I'm in no hurry to move that shit. I expect it to go up and down, but I know over time it's going to go up. I think that's a good segue. That's my Sunday sermon today, Sunday sports card sermon. I'm not a religious guy at all. Um, I grew up going to church because my grandma had me go to church with her, and she really liked it, and I was glad to go with her. You know, I was bored out of my mind. A lot of things I said didn't make sense to me. But, um, you know, I, I believe... I believe understanding and connection are are real and by the way value is completely made up 
Like, think about it. A dollar bill, is that, why is that valuable? Just because enough people agree that it is. Because it's just ink on a piece of paper. Just enough people agree that, yes, this is going to have value. This is the value it's going to have. Same thing here with, Bit, with Bitcoin. Just enough people have to come in to agree that it has value. And that will also make it less volatile. None of these humongous ups and downs. Sports cards market, I think, has just been undervalued for years. And people are coming into it. And there's a lot of infrastructure being built around it that people understand. That people can really interact and connect with, like Starstock, ComC, eBay, um, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and we can follow these charts, you know, like this. I can see what's going on and I can physically hold it and I can look at it and I can watch this guy play and I can pay attention to what's going on in his career. Very different than Bitcoin. So when Vegas Dave's like, it's going to crash, I feel like he's really somewhat irresponsibly just kind of being shock value. Because, yeah, eventually it's going to go down in two or three years. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I'm not an expert. I'm not. I mean, but no one knows what's going to really happen. I can say with certainty that at some point, yeah, it's going to go down. Why? When? I don't know. But then you know what? It's going to go back up. And then it's going to go down again. And then it's going to go up. I mean, shit. Look at this. Up. Down. Up. Down. Up down. Guess what's going to happen next? This card's going to go up again. How high? I don't know. But it's going to go up again. It's not going to go down forever, just like it's not going to go up forever. But look, HODL, oh, got it at 223. I believe in Luca. Oh, shit, I should sell. This is a bull trap. Here's a bear trap. I wouldn't necessarily call this a bull trap. <laughs> that's a good time to get out maybe, but only because you're going to rebuy because it's just too tempting because you're like, yeah, but you don't know when the top is. You never do. So then down here, call that a bear trap because it went back up. And now we're down. Guess what? I'm willing to bet we're in another bear trap, which is a good time to buy, not sell, in my opinion. Same thing here with Giannis, although Giannis hasn't gone down as much. Lower pop count card. That's the biggest question on Luca. Jesus Christ, 16,000. That's a big market cap. You take 13,000 times, you know, 16,000. I don't know what that number is, but it's big. It's probably like 20, 30 million. Uh, I think about 20 million. And Giannis, you know, you're sitting here, you got, what, 3,600 times this number, whatever that would be. I'm not going to pull up the calculator right now, but, you know, Giannis is going for about triple Luca, And that's what we see throughout history here is that Giannis goes for about triple Luca. Luca goes for about a third of Giannis. Until Luca wins a ship or wins an MVP or gets to the finals or something to increase his status in the market's perception, this is where he's going to lay in comparison to Giannis. And if Giannis wins, say, another MVP, I don't know how much that affects him, but he needs to really win a championship or at least get to the finals. And then he's going to, if he does that before Luka does, uh, that ratio is going to change. LeBron, Michael. LeBron... Depending on how you feel, Michael's the top. No doubt about it. Just shut up. Michael's the GOAT. Michael's the best of all time currently. If LeBron wins again, this, wins again this year, we can talk about it. I like LeBron. He's very effing good. But he's not Michael. Hell, and I don't think he's even Kobe. Kobe won five. Although he had Shaq for all of those. But Shaq's lazy. 
Shaq's a little, Shaq could have been like, Shaq could have maybe been the best player of all time if he wasn't so fucking lazy. So fat and lazy. Such a fat, lazy guy. And he too busy doing every damn commercial that got presented to him. And every movie and every... He's a lazy fucking guy, comparatively to Kobe anyways. Probably much better work ethic than me. I'm pretty lazy too, so I'm not one to call the kettle black, I guess. But this LeBron, honestly, actually might still be a little undervalued. But that next Michael that sells, I think is going to be less. Because that was just too big of a jump from, to double from this effing point. All right, let's go into the top 10 today. We'll make it quick. This is this is long. This is a long video. I don't even know where we're at. So I pulled up price movement by player. I'm in the market movers tool. Um, I'll leave a link for this in the description. Use code SOCIETY for 20% off your first month of your first year. PSA 10, price movement by player. The biggest card that went up this week, uh, player anyways, was Gary Sheffield. This is not the chart I wanted to pull up. I want to pull up individual cards. Let's go to PSA 10. Search. Give it a minute. Okay. I don't know why I am ridiculous right now. I clicked the wrong damn thing again. Just going through all that, I spent hours researching that today. And... I clicked the wrong damn thing again by card, individual card. And I wanted to share that because I thought that was all super interesting. With what's really going on here in sports cards and Bitcoin is that it's this alternative asset class. And it's not just, oh, it sounds cool because it does to some people. But big money, like Wall Street, like hedge funds, stuff like that, they are in it, especially Bitcoin, but sports cards too for sure. Because there's opportunity and they're actually forced to be in it because they can't do their bread and butter stuff like treasury bonds. Stocks have been doing them good, but man, treasury bonds, whew, they're like nothing. And interest rates from the Fed are literally 0%. And um, whatever the guy's name is, shit, what's his name? Anyways, he said there won't be any interest increases until 2023 at the earliest so that's why it's like wow okay this whole alternative investment thing looks like it is definitely going to stay on a good bull run for till at least the end of 2022 before it takes a noticeable dip and even then it may continue depending on what they do with the interest rate that's what i've come to gather am i right am i wrong i i don't know i could be dead wrong i could be more right than i could even believe but i could be dead wrong it's just my thought process and the research I've done. Number one, Kobe 96 collector's choice went up 200 effing percent this week. That makes sense because Kobe stuff's been on a tear, a la Michael Jordan and a la Kobe Bryant death anniversary. Rip Kobe, you're a really good dude, really. And uh, plus, he probably has a documentary coming out, that hype and stuff. This collector's choice only has 393. This is a card that I was looking at a while ago, and of course I forgot about because I look at so many damn cards. If I bought all the cards I saw that I wanted, I just don't have enough money for that. So I forget about a lot of cards. This is one I was looking at. Like when I was buying that Z-Force PSA 9, um, this is another one I was looking at. And it has certainly done what I thought it would do. Why? Because it's fairly rare. I mean, not rare, 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 but that's pretty low pop count. 
way less than his tops or, or even tops chrome. Is that still a buy? Could be. Very low pop count. Giannis, 2019 Prism. This was on the list last week, too. What in the hell is up with this card? I don't know why this is on here. I don't know why this card keeps getting bought up so much. 2019 Prism. 505 pop count. Started the week at 33. Now it's going for 56. Let me, let me pull that back two weeks. By the way, this is the Market Movers tool. Link in description. Use code SOCIETY for 20% off your first month of your first year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, not, not a card I'm buying. I'm not buying this one. I don't want anything to do. I just don't. I don't want anything to do with 2019 Giannis. 2019 LeBron Mosaic Master Jam. I'm not, I don't want anything to do with that either. He's up because he's in a Lakers jersey. It's fairly cool looking. Um, this this Kobe, though, I'll click this button. It'll take us to eBay. I'll leave a link to this one in the description because I think that is worth looking at. Bowman Best, same thing. This is. Let's pull up this chart quick. And by the way, like, you know, I'm a research kind of maniac. And the videos I make for the Sports Card Society, they're only about five minutes long. But I do all this stuff that you're seeing and way more and deeper. And then I find my results and come to my conclusions. And I, sh I present that in about a five-minute video to my society almost every day. And that's why we have these wins because I, I know how to dive in so damn deep and find the undervalued cards. And frankly, um, there's still a lot of them out there in, in all the sports. It's, it's ridiculous. I could, I could probably make 10 videos a day. Because I've really gotten good at my process of figuring this out, of knowing what the research and the data shows me. And I'm actually putting together a course um, that's going to show you what I that's gonna show you what I do. It's not part of the society, but it's a course that I'm gonna make. And I'm gonna and you know, it'll be for sale when I'm done with it. Maybe I'll do pre-sale on it. I'm almost done. I've been making the videos because I really want to lay it out there and show you what process I go through to find undervalued cards and the reasoning why and, and everything like that. And really want to create a, 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 it's a class really, to teach you how to do what I'm doing. Uh, because it's been working really well for me. And I think you'll get value, I know you'll get value from it too if you if you do it. But be on the lookout. Um, I'll announce when um, it's either pre-sale or it's up for sale. Which should be soon. So this Bowman's Best, 1177 on the pop count. By the way, if you don't know what I mean by pop count, that means that there are 1,177 of this card graded in the PSA 10. PSA is a grading company, the main grading company, the most valuable grading company. And 10 is obviously the highest score. 2,775 to start the week. Got up to a high of 6,101. So we actually dipped down just a bit. I'll leave a link to this one too, because this is another card that I was looking at. Go figure. I didn't actually get a hold of this one. So maybe now I got to overpay for it. I spent like yesterday, I spent basically all day researching cards I wanted to buy. And I spent, I don't know, I spent about two grand yesterday buying various things. Some graded, some ungraded, but I have plans for those ungraded ones. Not necessarily to get them graded, but I just think that they're undervalued as a whole. I, I, I'll probably send them into Starstock because I think there's a good chance that they're good enough to, to be Starstock A's. That's a discussion for another video. Uh, I'll leave a link to Star Stock in the description. It's it, I, I'm, I'm liking it more and more. Um, you can use Sports Card Consultant. That is case sensitive, capital S, capital C, capital C. 
one word. Uh, you'll get $10 free when you deposit $10 or more. I'll leave a link up to this Kobe too in the description for you to check out because I think Kobe is still a buy right now. But your decisions are your decisions, right? I'm just showing you this stuff. You make your own decisions. Um, I can't guarantee anything. Tracy McGrady, interesting. Coleman will like that. Uh, big Tracy McGrady fan. Uh, 97 tops. All right, let's pull up that chart. Up almost 100%. About time Tracy McGrady gets some love. Let's see here. So we started the week at 500, went up to 1200, and then back down to 725. Let's go to eBay. Pretty low pop count, 818. Let's go to eBay quick. Let's see what we got going on. What's going on? Already bid up to 700 with two days left. That's interesting. So whoever looks already to me, whoever got this for 725 got a deal because it looks like the price is probably going to be somewhere around here. 355, 510, we got any... Oh, that greened up, huh? That's just chrome. Oh, yeah, they're all chrome. What the hell am I talking about? 3,000, 1,500, uh, 75, 5,750. So there's none for sale, but there are some auctions, particularly this one and these ones. I will not leave a link up for this one. I don't I don't like that one so much. Eh. Yeah, I don't like that one so much. I mean I like McGrady and all. I just I'm not I'm not doing that. Let's see. Let's go to the next one. Gary Sheffield. Whew, got a baseball player. 89 upper deck up 80%. Only 80 bucks. Huh. That's interesting. Gary Sheffield, I believe he's a Hall of Famer. Started the week at 45 bucks. And gone went up to $81. Population of 2,188. Oh, yeah. This is the same. Um, he was a rookie the same year as Griffey, huh? This is the Griffey. The upper deck rookie for Griffey is probably his main rookie. Um, interesting, Sheffield. All right. I can dig that. Let's check it out on eBay. It's already at $80. Bucks, 71 So this card seems to still be on the up. 129 how many come up? Nine results. And that's too much. Woo, okay, 129. I don't hate it. I don't, I'll leave a link for this one in the description too. I can see this card going up. That's just a nice line. And this card's probably been really undervalued for quite a while. Next, Tony Gwynn. Another baseball guy. That makes sense. So that's a guy that should be... Tony Gwynn is one of the best hitters all time in baseball. Uh, up to 720. It's probably going to be a fairly low pop count card, being from it's 1983. And PSA wasn't even grading cards then, I don't believe. 823, a little bit higher than I thought it would be. He was a fantastic hitter, really. Stuck on the shitty Padres. 425, start to start the week, end of the week at 720. Let's go to eBay quick. Some nice auctions going on. 695. What did that last one sell for? shit. All right, I'll leave a link to this one. That's interesting. Jeez, that's a pretty, hmm. Wow, okay. I don't think I'm going to buy it, but I'll leave it up there in case one of you want to, because that's obviously undervalued. The last one sold for $720, and that was yesterday, so I'll leave that up for you. Better race to that one, though. It's only one. Other than that, there's still auctions. LeBron James 2018 Optic, I, I don't want it. This card, no, uh 
don't fall into this. It's going to go down. Okay, it's gonna, it's just that LeBron stuff is all going up. This is Lakers. This is this is don't do it. I fell into this last year with the prism, the 2019 prism, which wasn't on here, but it's kind of similar to that. And just just don't do it. Just don't bother unless you just want to collect it. You know that's for you. Zion 2019 prism draft pick. Interesting. Of all the Zion cards, this one went up 65 percent. The prism draft pick. What's the pop count on it? I don't buy these cards either. These ones with their college jerseys. I mean, it's a cool card. 1467. Start of the week at 90. Looks like there's a chili dipper of a sale at 150. Yeah, I'm not buying that one either. Anyone else? Bo Jackson. Oh, this card again. Making. I think this was on the list last week. Or maybe it was on the football list. I don't remember. But this is a pretty iconic card. I like this one. I recommended this one last week. Well... I showed it to you and I left up a link for it because I thought it had good value to go up. Looks like it did. 353 to 628, so it doubled again this week. Let's go back 14 days and see what it's done. Because this was on one of my lists last week. Yeah, 219 on the 31st, and then 342, and now 628. It's gone up a total 186% in two weeks. This is an iconic card. Is there still room on it? There might be. Let's go. Let's go look. I mean, I said last week there was. Hopefully, some of you snagged it. Again, but it's your decisions. You know, six seventy nine. Well, okay. What would that last one sell for? Six twenty. So this person's you know in line with the market. Thirty four results. Six forty or best offer. Make them an offer. Six hundred. Okay. All right, looks like there's some opportunity here. 608, looks like there's some opportunity. What did that last one sell for again? 628. All right, I'll leave a link up for that one for you to go check out too. Maybe it'll make the list again next week because two weeks in a row this has made it. So and it's so iconic. I can't believe it was way down there like that. When I saw it last week, I, I just I was like, I, I can't believe this card has, hasn't had its, its moment yet. But those were the top 10. I'll leave links in the description for the ones I think are worth taking a look at. And then... Uh, Leave a comment. Let me know what you thought of this whole Sunday sermon thing. This is a really, really long one. I don't plan on doing one this long, but I had to address a major issue and I had to do a crap load of research to really give some kind of report, really, is what it was. Um, basically, to sum it up, right now, the U.S. dollar is quite inflated. 22% of all the dollar bills ever printed not just physical dollar bills, but, you know, the um, not physical. Actually, most of them aren't physical. They're digital. They're on a computer, really, which kind of says something about Bitcoin, doesn't it? Because most actual dollars are just numbers on a computer. 22% um, of all of the dollars ever printed were printed last year. That is effing insane. That is, that is big inflation. So th that's also um, created... Very low interest rates. So your big, big companies, your hedge funds, your big investors, like they can't do the bread and butter things that they normally do, like treasury bonds and stuff like that, which usually yield them a few percent. And so they've looked, they've been forced to take more riskier um, investments because that's their whole job is to invest and take, make, turn money into more money. And Bitcoin is a very good vehicle that makes a lot of effing sense why this took off. Sports cards was taken off kind of back here let's go back to that let's go to luca chart that's a good indicator a good shower you know and then we had 
this go on, and then sports got shut down. And then it just kind of started ramping up because people are like, yeah, this is good. This is fun. And they got, you know, like the stimulus checks, man. You know what? The stimulus checks didn't come until about here. Didn't come till about here. And look at that spike already happened. And it was already on its way up before the stimulus checks came. And then it just kind of stayed on the same path. Nothing crazy. And then basketball went back on and people were like, yes, this is so fun. Because they had the time to, to learn how much infrastructure had been built on sports cards. Like the eBay platform, StarStock, ComC, StockX, um, PSA, all these grading, all this stuff. They got to learn a lot about sports cards and a lot of people came in because it's fun. And because it's enjoyable. And because you can make money with it. And it's just, it's a game. It's an effing game. It is a game. It is a game. It's a game. Sports card, investing, collecting, whatever you want to call yourself, or the, or the activity, it is a game. Collecting, investing, it is a strategy. Those are strategies in a game. Those are goals in a game, really. And there's different strategies to the investing part in particular, which is a game. It is all a game. It is all just a game. And I don't mean that badly. It's just a game. I mean, this is a piece of paper. All value is made up. And it's made up because enough people decide it has value. That's it. Gold doesn't actually have value. Like, what's the utility? What's the use of gold? Right? If it's the year zero, do I have more interest in gold or corn seeds? Give me corn seeds. Are you kidding? What the F am I going to do with gold? Give me corn seeds. I can grow food. So gold doesn't have value other than we've, deter- we've decided, agreed that it does. Don't you remember when you were born they had you sign the paper? Just kidding. Of course not. But this has value because we say it does, and it has the value we as the market agree that it has. And we like sports cards. We like sports. We like the players. We like the cards. We like the activity. We like the game. This is not that kind of game. This is, a, this is an investment-driven activity. That's it. This isn't emotional. There's emotion to this which adds value to it. There's not real emotion to this for most people, unless you're a hardcore crypto enthusiast, which, cool. Most of us aren't, and most of us never will be. As generations go forward, they will become more familiar with it, and it, as Bitcoin, Ethereum, crypto, will develop into a more understandable utility, useful thing. But this is like investing in gold. Sports cards, it's different. I do see, my opinion, this at some point is going to effing crash. This is going to crash because that's what it's always done. Whoa, 1,500. Eh, I wouldn't call that a crash, but it's uncomfortable. And then it stays at, well, there's, there's the crash, 200, right? So what was this? 2013, December, what do you know? 2013 up to 1,000. And then 20... 15, so two and a half years later, about, it gets to its low of 200 and it just kind of trudges along, trudges along until it gets a resurgence. 
goes all the way up to 20 grand and then over the course of the next 12 months goes down to its bottom basically of 3000 and then what happens surges up again gets back to its real value of somewhere around 8 to 10000 and now what it's starting to surge it's coronavirus and not much to invest in big investors forced to invest in riskier things boom let's invest in bitcoin because treasury bonds aren't working interesting huh tesla the other day bought like one and a half billion dollars worth of bitcoin why do you think they did that do they think it's going to go down no and it's a hedge against inflation looking at these charts and the way that this thing has progressed in the history I think Bitcoin's going to get over 100,000 bucks. In reality, I think it's going to get to about 120,000. It it may get to 200,000. I think Bitcoin's got a long ways to go, but I'm I don't know. No one knows, not really. But sports cards are a different animal. So Vegas Dave like just just chill out with what he said, in my opinion. Chill out, right? And he even it's like he said tomorrow it's going to crash. He said 2024. And crash is a strong word. Of course, it's going to go down at some point. But how high will it go before it goes down? Right? Will this Jordan get to three, get to two million before it goes down? Will this LeBron get to 100,000 before it goes down? And then what will it go down to? If this Jordan gets to two million, wrong chart, what will it go down to? A million? Boo-hoo. That's more than it is today. What if LeBron goes up to 100 and goes down to 50? That's more than it is today. What if Giannis goes up to 20,000 and then goes down to 10? That's more than it's ever been. So how much higher is it going to go before it goes down? And once it goes down and hits its bottom, it's going to go. what's going to happen? It's going to go back up. And guess what's going to happen? Oh, oh no, Bitcoin's dead. Oh my God, it's going back up. Oh my God, it's way higher than it ever was. Oh my God, Bitcoin's, oh, it's so great. Oh, Bitcoin's dead. Oh no, it's been years. Holy shit. Holy shit, 20X. Oh no, Bitcoin's dead. Oh no, okay, well, uh, Bitcoin's just is not is it ever going to take off again. Oh my God, Bitcoin's amazing. Guess what's going to happen? Bitcoin's dead. This is Bitcoin. Sports card's not as volatile more agreed upon understandable accepted value by by more people my opinion that's a sunday sports card sermon long as hell this has got to be over an hour right leave a comment smash that like button if you're still watching and join the society man uh or gal i'm gonna raise the price and it is worth way the hell more than what i charge for it stay classy i love you card pack you're awesome